This is the MysticScribblers.com podcast with Ray Carriger and Deb Lawback. We believe the doorway to true love and romance is found through the discovery of your past lives. This is Ray and Deb. We're down here in South Florida. We are the authors of the Twisted series, and we're glad to have you back with us today. We're going to go a little bit deeper if you listen to the last podcast where we were talking to Deb's mom, Sharon. And if you missed it, go to our website and pick it up because it's really a great, interesting story that Deb's mom has to share with all of us. Anyways, I'm going to turn the mic over to Deb because obviously she's not my mom, wish she was. <laughs> I mean, i got to tell you. You know, great lady. So go ahead, Deb. Thanks. Hi, Mom. I just want to say I'm glad to have you back here and be so willing to share your story of this dream encounter that could have cost you your life, literally. I'm excited for the rest of the people that are listening to the podcast for them to hear the rest of the story. Okay. Um, When I would go to sleep at night, and I had something on my mind that I couldn't understand or know exactly which direction to go or what I should do next about something, no matter what it was, and no matter how big or small it was, it was always big in my mind. And he would come to me in the dream, and we would talk. And the next morning I'd wake up and I'd know exactly what I was supposed to do. And uh, I learned after a while that, I noticed that he would always, you know, say, well, it's time for me to go. And I'd say, always say, no, don't go. You can stay. You know, you don't have to go. And then he'd say, well, honey, I will be back. But you see, I can only visit you between sun up and sundown or sundown and sun up. And I said, Really? I didn't know that. And he said, yeah, now it's time for the sun to come down. It's going down, and I've got to leave, but I'll be back. And I'd say, okay, okay. And I'd always, you know, do this little thing about, well, really, do you have to go? That kind of thing, like a kid. But eventually, you know, eventually I got used to that. And um, How old were you at this point when you were still having the dreams? Oh, I was 17 when they started. And they continued on till I was 27. I was married at 19. Um, I was extremely in a good place. We had bought a house. Everything was great. But in the back of my mind, I was concerned about him meeting your father. My husband at the time was like, you know, everything was good and we were happy. Um, But I always, in my dreams with my dad before he would leave, I would say, can't you stay just a little longer because Caesar will be here. And that's, you know, and I want him to meet you. And he goes, he'd always say to me, well, it's not time yet, not now, another time. When the time is right, he'd always say stuff like that. So every time I do the same thing. Well, this one particular dream, I was inside a house. Um, My dad and I were talking and, Suddenly, uh, I said, you're not going yet, are you? He said, no, not yet. And I said, good, because Caesar's on his way. He'll be here any minute. And he goes, I know. My father said, I know. I will meet him today. And I said, oh, that's great, wonderful. You know, so 
at some point in time, here comes your, you know, Caesar walks through the door, opens the door, and my dad and I get up, and the two men meet together and shake hands. And I was so happy. I said, oh, my gosh, they got big smiles on their face. They're shaking hands. You know, this is wonderful. So we go back and sit down on the couch, and um, my dad was between my husband and myself. And they were, you know, just exchanging niceties. And then suddenly my father turned to me and said, "Um, I'd like you to leave the room now because I want to talk to your husband alone. And I said, oh, why? You know, what's the big deal? You can tell me to. And he said, no, Sharon, just leave the room. And I said, oh, you know, I was like acting like a kid. And the next thing I know, within a flash, I was outside the house looking inside the window. I was looking in, but I was out there, and I don't know how I got there. And I saw the two, the two, my dad and my husband, talking. And, you know, my dad was doing most of the talking, and... Caesar was shaking his head in agreement, like nodding, yes, okay, that kind of thing. And then the next thing I know, I'm back in the room. And I said, wow, that, you know, this, this is cool. So I'm thinking this, everything is hunky-dory, and now he's met my husband, and this is great, you know. And then suddenly my dad gets up and he says, Okay, honey, I got to tell you something and I don't want you to be upset, but I I've got to go now. And I I'd say, "No, don't go. You got time yet." And then as I look out behind him, it's another room, the first living room that we were in, flowed into another room and overlooked uh like big big windows, but it overlooked an ocean. And on one half of it, I could see, I could see stormy skies, you know, like it was still dark, but there was lightning. And then on the other side, like to the left of me, there was this, you know, sunrise was starting just to come up over the ocean. And I thought, how beautiful it was. And he said, but I, and I followed him backwards, you know, towards that room and he said, well, I've got to go now, and I want you to know I'm happy. Everything is fine, but I'm not going to come back. I've, I'm with God now, and, and I won't be back. And I started crying and screaming, and I started going towards him. And as I went to reach for him, I, it's like I almost touched him, and then my husband pulled me around by the waist and lifted me up and I'm I just felt like I was screaming and crying no no don't go and he kept saying everything's going to be fine everything's okay I'm with God I'm happy and I will see you again someday and then he went through the window just like in a ghostly spirit type way and went right instead of it being a sunrise it turned into be this, the most bright light I ever saw in my whole entire life. And I never knew anything about that. I hadn't read anything about these things. And there he went, just as peacefully and smiling and went right into that bright light. And then I woke up on my back and I look up at the sky, you know, the ceiling. I got tears running down my face. I mean, just wet. 
and I turned and looked at your father, and at the same time, he turned and looked at me, and he had tears in his eyes and, you know, at the corner running out of the corner of his eye, and he just looked at me, and he said, I think I just met your father, and I said, yes, you did, you did, you did, and I said, tell me, I know you did, I was there, and he said, yes, yes, and he told me everything from the time when he first came in the door, and then he asked me, where did you go? Where did you go when your father told you to leave the room? And I said, I was right outside the front window. Didn't you see me? He said, no, I didn't. And I said, I couldn't hear what you were saying. What did my dad say? And he told me, uh, Caesar told me that my father told him that, yes, life is not all roses, that it will be ups and downs. There'll be hard times and easy times, but that's part of life. But in the end, it'll all work out and it will be okay that he's not going to come back now because he had to go on to learn more things. And he felt that I was strong enough now and that Caesar was um, loved me strong enough and that I was in a good place for him to be able to tell me that he wouldn't be back. And he said, but she's not going to like it. She's not going to react very well. And he said, she is going to come towards me but she can't touch me. And he said, if she touches me, she'll come with me. And you can't let that happen. And he said, "Um, do whatever you have to do, but don't let her touch me. And she's going to put up a fit, but she'll be okay. And with your help, he said, she'll always be okay. My husband said, and that's why I grabbed you. And I said, you mean... Did he mean that I would be dead if I touched him? And he said, yes, that I I would go with him in spirit, but I would not be here in bodily form, in life, you know. And he said, that's why I grabbed you so much and would not let you go. I said, oh, wow. And um, I'd asked him to describe everything that he saw, and he told me the same colors of the couch and the glass and glass tables and the rooms the way it was set up and the whole thing and but so you um, knew without a doubt that that was an, dad that had was, met your father and oh well he sat there and told me I mean if he, <laughs> I mean if I had woken up and said oh I had a dream that you met my father well that's different but the first thing out of his mouth and tears in both of our eyes and running down my face He said to me, I think I just met your father. Now, remember, your dad does not dream. And when he does, they're usually profound. They are. They're very, very profound. And so this definitely is when I started to realize that I wasn't just having dreams with my dad or of my dad. I was having encounters with my father. Find out more about Ray Carriger and Deb Lawback at mysticscribblers.com. Read the books in a twisted series. Listen to the rest of our podcasts. And be sure to take our past life questionnaire to find out if you've had past lives of your own. <laughs>